Welcome to Undisguided Podcast, brought to you by Maria Dornell, realtor, helping families open the doors to their dream homes. Hello, everyone. I'm your host of Undiscouted, Corey Felton, and today I'm here with a very special guest, Special Jennings. How you doing, Miss Jennings? Hey, how's it going? How you doing? I'm doing well, Coach. I can't complain at all, given our current circumstances. Coach, especially right now in COVID, tell us how's everything going down your way? I think my bird is doing a great job of, of having things um, kind of spaced out and, and, and having us kind of situated. There's a lot of, obviously, uh, caution and protocols and different things, but um, I think that things are going well. You know, practices. You know, we started practice. Uh, with school, I think they, you know, just kind of spread the classrooms out. So it's it's great so far, given given the circumstances. That's great to hear, Coach. And Coach, a lot of people may know who you are, may not know who you are, but Coach, give us some background information about you, real quick. Um, myself, I'm originally from uh, Cleveland, Ohio. Um, born and raised. I um, went to high school at East Tech. Graduated from a Lutheran school called Lutheran East. Um, once I left Lutheran East, I ended up going to Xavier. I uh, participated and played, you know, girls women's basketball at Xavier for, for four years and had a, you know, what I would call a pretty successful uh, collegiate career. Ended up leaving Xavier. Was able to um, continue playing professionally where I went over to Helsinki, Finland. I also uh, went over to Wiesland, Germany. So uh, that's a little bit about myself after I was done playing and just jumped right into coaching. And coach, while you was at Xavier, you mm-hmm. were quite the co- collegiate athlete, like quite the collegiate athlete to the point where, like you said, you went overseas and you played professionally. For all the young ladies who are listening to you right now, can you talk about that journey in itself? Uh, the journey is difficult. I'm not even going to lie. Um, it, it takes a lot of, of just sacrificing. And it's not even sacrificing outside things. It's a, it's a lot of self-sacrificing. Um, obviously when you, you're competing at a high level, um, and you're playing against some of the best, you know, you got to put yourself in position to where you can, you can, you know, get to, get it done night in and night out. And that in itself is, is a, is a job. And, you know, if, if you're not mentally tough or if you don't have the will and the desire to, to compete or to do things night in and night out to get better, um, you know, it's, it's going to be a rough, rough road. I think I learned, you know, as a freshman, um, I learned a valuable lesson. You know, my college coaches, I didn't start the first seven games of the season when I was a freshman. And it's because, you know, everything you had to do with me. It wasn't because, you know, the person in front of me was, was just better or anything like that. I think that, you know, the coaches did an excellent job of, of making me understand that I didn't know it all. I didn't have all the answers. And, you know, there was room for growth. And I just had to kind of be better. And that's, I think, nowadays what a lot of young ladies and young men um, struggle with. It's just, you know, you're going to make mistakes and you can't take things personal. And once I stopped doing that and stopped thinking I knew everything and stopped taking everything personal and thinking the world was out to get me, I was able to really lock in and, and, and grow in every aspect of my game. And that gave me the opportunity to not only play at a high level in college, but also compete professionally. Now, Coach, you said something very valuable. Um that young athletes probably need to take in some of this information about is you have to like pay attention to where you at during that current time. You were able to say, Hey, 
they they sat me down for the first seven games, but mentally I wasn't there. But once I got there, I hit peak performance. I see a lot of kids nowadays that play ball, and you know, at the high school level, they think they are at peak performance, but they don't understand that when you get to college, it's a whole nother dimension. It's a whole nother asking of you as an athlete and also as a student. That's that's true. I mean, I I say that it's um it's you know I say it's twofold. It's partially the, you know the kid fault because they 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 get to their own future, and also there's a lot of coaches though that that they don't help change that dynamic. Instead of problem solving, they add to the problem. You know, they put things in some of these kids' heads where, say, you have a kid that's that's the best on your team, right? That's cool. You know, but when you go somewhere and you play at a at a high level, everybody on that team in college was the best on their high school team. So that means nothing. You know, that's out the window. And a lot of times, I don't think that that's the mindset for the player, nor so the mindset for the coach. And I think that that's that's what needs to be, you know, pushed, and that's what needs to be be taught. Um, that you're the best here. But there's always better at that next level, and so if you're not willing to raise the bar, then you're gonna be stuck, and you, you're not gonna you're not gonna progress. Thank you for that, Coach. And Coach, speaking of being stuck and not progressing, Coach, you work with players or player development. Is there something you could share with athletes right now who are listening about player development? We focus on the court aspect. Um, with with people where people drop the bar at or, or with, with young people really don't know is that you get your best player development from watching film. You know, as a coach, I can tell you a thousand times, you're not running hard. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. But in your mind, you know, to yourself, it's true. No, I was going hard. I did it like this. I did it like that. You know, film don't lie. And I think, I, you know, I truly believe it's the best teacher. When you see yourself, it's hard. You know, anybody can say, you, you can go back and forth with somebody and say, no, you did it like this. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. But when you see yourself on film, it's no, there's no, it's clear. There's no rebuttal for it. There's no going back and forth. There's no dialogue. You're wrong. You weren't in the right spot. And I think, like I said, that's the, that's the best teacher. That's what we're missing in player development. It's not about all the cones and all that stuff. Cones don't move. It's not about throwing stuff in the air, making you catch it while you're finishing a layup and all that. You're never going to be dodging stuff in the air when, when you're in a game. You know, so a lot of stuff that I see, it's just like, it, it drives me bonkers because it's not realistic. You know, the realistic things are the things that, that are not being taught. And that's why a lot of these kids are behind the curve. Wow, Coach. I never heard it put in that in that way before. Um, you know, because I see a lot of people that, that do training. I see a lot of kids that go through training. And I never thought about it. Like, you really don't see nothing coming out of the air to like that during the game. And you know the the real you life. Tell me how many, I mean, you tell me how many times you got to catch a second ball in the air just to finish one ball. Like you know, like that. That's not. It's not realistic. And so I just, you know, I'm a firm believer in just realistic things that that's going to happen in a game situation. Not you know things that look cool. You could do all that. That's fine. But listen, if you can't put the ball through the basket, none of that matters. Like I said, with a cone, a cone doesn't move. Anybody can do a million things up against a cone. It's, it's not defense. Can you can you make that same move when somebody put their forearm in your chest? Can you make that same move when somebody's riding you to the basket? Can you you know what I'm saying? So there's there's a there's a huge difference. I like that, coach. I like that, and that's 
And that's what they need to hear when it comes down to development, because you're absolutely correct. You know, how often are you playing against somebody of your size or maybe somebody bigger or even someone smaller? How often are you trying different levels against someone versus just something? And I agree, coach. Now that I think about it from that aspect, I agree with you. Like, not too many times you're going to be using both hands going, catching something out there, and not too many times someone's going to be stationary enough where you can perform that crossover move. So I, I agree with you, coach. Coach. Absolutely. And given that, coach, for the recruits right now, they're in a desperate situation uh, for some of them. Some of them are actually in a good situation, but a lot of them are actually in a, like a desperate situation. They don't know what's going to happen next. Some of them may not know if they're going to have a season. If you were a recruit right now, coach, what steps would you take to be discovered? Um, I think that for me personally, I would have got my my work done early. I think that a lot of kids, um, you know, waste the opportunity, take things for granted. And when it's right in front of them, you know, they don't want to work hard. And they, they didn't want to do it when you, when you told them to do it. And now that, you know, now they want to, now, now it's, it's, it's a pressing issue. And so, you know, you got to do the work early so that you're not even in this situation to, I got to perform. No one has seen me because you've already been seen. And so, you know, I see it two ways. For those that are just, you know, just starting and, and late bloomers and everything like that, that actually does work hard, um, I think that they shouldn't panic. I think that they should, um, you know, just record the record, you know, play against, if it's a girl, play against a guy. You know, what can you do against a 6'2 guy? That's almost resembling like a, a, a six-foot girl. Um you know, there's different ways to be seen. You know, it's not the end all be all, but again, like you have to, you got to do your work early. This is just, you know, hopefully there's never another pandemic in the future, but in the event that it is, do the work early. And coach, I like that as well, because, you know, if you grind early, you'll shine early. There you go. But if you, uh, if you start grinding late, you can still get picked up, but it's a lot of other pieces that will be picked up before you. And, you know, sometimes you can get lost, lost in that shuffle because you, you weren't on nobody's radar and now you want to be on someone's radar and you're hoping to get on these top tier radars when, you know, top tier coach, you was a top tier player, top tier coaches, you to talk to a player. I don't know at what time frame will a coach reach out to a player that they know that's going to graduate in 21. When will that coach have made that kind of contact? Just an example. Uh, if you're 21, that, that's next year. A coach would have known you, you know, there's a lot of kids that, think about it, there's kids that, that are being offered in the ninth grade. There's kids that have, you know, you see you see it today. It's not like, it's not unrealistic. Kids are, are being offered that young. It's because they're being seen. And it's because something is grasping the, the eye of these coaches. And it's probably just their work ethic. It's something that they're doing that's different than what everybody else is doing. And I think that's, that's, that's a huge part of it too. You know, you gotta, these kids aren't, you, you have to separate yourself. If you're doing the same thing as, as, as Joe Smo, then why should I pick you over Joe Smo? You know, like you're not, you're not doing anything different. And I think coaches nowadays, you know, especially with this generation, they're just looking for kids that's going to play hard. that's going to do what you ask. And that have, that have parents that doesn't think they're Coach Bryant when they are Eric Fisher. Coach, I want to say congratulations on your new coaching opportunity, by the way. Thank you. And, Coach, with that new opportunity, 
there come some goals and expectations. What are your mm-hmm. goals as a coach this year? Um, this year, you know, my, my 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 goal is just to kind of lay the foundation. I think that the previous coaches have done an excellent job. E.C. Hill, Laura Harper, um, but you know, they 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 were here, they left, and, and just trying to lay a foundation that that suits, um, you know, obviously Special Jennings and and Mindberg Academy, and that just looks like we're going to be tougher than everybody. You know, we're going to be physical, more physical than everybody. We're going to be in better shape. And like, the, you know, those are just some of the things that, that when you put on Mount Bird Academy, that those are the things that come with it. We're going to be disciplined. We're going to be, you know, we're going to communicate. We're going to be team players. You know, those, those are some of the things that we're going to harp on. And so just laying that foundation. Um, obviously the goal is to win a national championship. You know, I didn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't come here to, to be, just in the conversation. I want to be the conversation. You know, I want to be the conversation. When you talk about national championship, I want to hear Mom Burt and whoever else. Not, you know, oh, this school and, and maybe Mom Burt, you know. So um, that's one thing. That, that's that's the goal. And just to, just to kind of have all these young ladies college ready. I think that's our little hashtag, college ready. And just, just being ready so that when they get to college, that learning curve is, is you know, ginormous. It's boom. You still gonna have to work hard. You still gonna put the effort in, but coach ain't gonna have to teach you how to get a help side. You know those coaches aren't gonna have to teach you how to pivot, reverse pivot. They're not gonna have to teach. You know those things are you gonna have that. And so those are just some some, some minor goals um, for myself in the program. Coach, you are a true competitor, and now I see why you did what you did at Xavier, and I see why you did what you did at the collegiate level of coaching. And I just wish you well at this level of coaching where you're at, Coach. You're a true competitor. You're a true spokesperson. And we appreciate you from Underscouted. Thank you so much for having me. And if there's ever anything I can do in the near future, don't hesitate. Thank you, Coach. No problem. We would like to give a thank you to our sponsors, Magaya Watches, Keeping Time in Sports, and Maria Dornell, Realtor of La Rosa Realty, helping families open doors to their dream homes.